Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, learn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, um, your home for radio in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, that sums it up. Yeah, even though we're not actually in Brooklyn, I don't want to blow up our spot here. Did I let some kind of cat out of the bag? We're that you... we're in a secret lair. That's right. Yeah, in Detroit, we're, we're protected somewhere in sub. Bourbon, Arkansas. <laughs> Way to throw them off, Josh. Uh-huh. They're yeah. not going to find us. No. You know why? Because I don't want them getting our money. That's right. We're disruptors. That's right. <laughs> that is what we are. I was just thinking about that. I was just thinking about how much I hate that term. Do you? Disruptors. I fucking hate it. I plan on using it a lot today. For what? On everything. Just to make me angry? No. No. Even though I just said that I hate that word. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> You're just going to use it a lot. Um, anyway, so all this mess aside, all this noise yeah. aside, this is Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. This is the show where I, Josh Rubin. And I, Noel Deneen. Come together once a week with one topic. Yeah. And we take that topic and we mold it, we shape it, we stretch it, we... uh 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 make it more compact we put it in every single possible permutation in every machine mm-hmm. in every i don't know whatever you want to put it in yeah the all the the theory of the multiple universes yeah we put that idea through all the universes yep. and we sit there and all seeing across those universes pluck the best for you that's right we come together we take these ideas that we have come up with on this topic, mm-hmm. topic mm-hmm. after all this time spent ripping it apart and putting it all back together mm-hmm. again, essentially disrupting it. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh, we put it out on the airwaves. That's right. I mean, that kind of research, that kind of knowledge, yeah, that kind of experience, if you were a small business person and wanted to hire someone. Oh, I can't even think. What their fees would be. They I, would probably look at you like you were crazy, like you couldn't afford it. Yeah. Because you probably couldn't. And we don't do that. We give it to you. And we do this with a certain sense of altruism. Mm-hmm. But what we really do it for is because we know these ideas are so solid, so strong, so sh- such sure things. Yeah, su- such disruptive influences i don't know what if that's a good thing in in what i'm we're getting at here so we'll just ignore that all right (laughs) you are a disruptive influence on this show i guess you are a disruptor (laughs) Uh, um and we give them to you yeah because we know you're going to get so filthy filthy rich and we don't want our money up front no we want it on the back end. That's right. We want to do it the lazy way. That's right. We want you to get rich first. We want to prove. Yeah. It's just proven. You're making that money. That's right. You're going to get so rich, 
And then all we ask in return, after you make all the money. That's right. Is what, No. After you go out there and you take her ideas and you and you parlay them into millions, billions, trillions, you disrupt that amount ten per, by ten percent. You give it back to us. You remember your roots. Ten percent yep. homage. You tithe us. We don't make you bow. Nope. No. We don't take your firstborn. We look at us all as equals. This is not about uh, 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 looking down upon you. No. We don't make you sign your soul over yeah. to us. We want you to get rich. We do. And we don't want it up front. That's how sure we are. We That's how yeah. much we want to help you. Yeah. You look at the big guys on the YouTube. Yeah. The Grant Cardones, the Ty Lopez's, the uh, uh, Robbins's. Those people, the big guys with the books that tell you how you're going to get rich yeah. and that have the whole systems that's going to turn your sales department into the biggest money makers, they're not standing behind it to the point that they're saying, you know what, I'm giving it to you. You turn your company around and then pay me, Yeah. right? They're saying, pay me up front and then do your thing. And if you don't make it, well, oh, well, yeah. I have this other thing I can sell you. Yeah. That's not what we're doing. No, that's not what we do at all. We're not taking these ideas and lording over them, making the money and just building fences. That's and right. Walls. Walls. We're not doing that. Nope. We're welcoming you in. We're opening the door and saying, "That's right, ladies first. Are we saying ladies first? We're saying you first. Just everyone first. Everyone first. Whoever walks in that door first that's is right. welcome. Hey, you know what? What? I could give up my friends. I could sell my house and my car and uh -huh. and use that money as starter funds. Right, you I can't could. do any of that because you don't have any of those. I, things. I could sell my organs to for for money to start this scheme. <laughs> you could, but but I don't I don't want to be greedy. Uh -huh. You do it. You do the work. Right. You sweat. You toil. You worry. You give us ten percent of everything you get. Seems like a reasonable. Uh, deal. We're like Robin Hood, but better. But better because we're not stealing from anyone. Nope. We create the rich yeah. from the poor. From the poor. That's what we do. And then we kind of steal from them a little bit. We don't bit. steal from them we at all. We don't steal. They thank us. They thank us by 10%. showering us with wealth. Yeah, it's a forceful thank, though. We're not forcing them. Yeah. We do if they don't pay up. Oh, right. Huh. Interesting point. That's right. We haven't discussed that, really. <laughs> I try to broach the subject with you of what we should do when uh, some of these corporations are using our ideas, uh -huh. clearly using our ideas, and you uh, you don't really want to talk about it because well. you're afraid. I think because you have fear in your heart. <laughs> it's better than cojones on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> I think that really depends. Yeah, that's on true. Who you that's are true. And that's what true. Like, that's true. You know, but no one really likes them on their forehead. No. Or in their eyes. No. <laughs> no. They don't. That I would definitely okay. say. All right. So that's go the saying that. now. That talk about disruptive. Yeah. Anyway, um, I haven't seen you all week, Noel. No. How have you been, man? I've been good. You got anything to talk about today? I do. Excellent. As a matter of fact. I'm, I'm excited because we didn't have that. This is the the only sort of uh, 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 pre-show meeting we have yep. is where we sit there going, you got a story to tell today? And I usually go, No. And then Noel has to make one up or think of one, uh -huh. going digging deep into his. I got it. But he got it. I didn't even ask him today. I no. forgot to ask him because no. he was too busy being an asshole to me <laughs> earlier. 
Um, anyway, <clears throat> so what's your story, Noel? All right, so I was thinking about something. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, about uh, when we would do uh, Charlie Victor Romeo, a show that uh, I met Josh through. That's true. Uh, and what the show was, was uh, the script was the exact transcripts of airlines that went down. Yes, it was and black box. It was transcripts of black box recordings of uh, airline disasters. Yes, and uh, it was a very tense show. Yep. It was a very good show. Yep. It was a very upsetting show. Yep. We, Crazy sound effects. People would get up and leave. Yeah. Not because they didn't think it was good. Because they couldn't take they it. They couldn't take it anymore. And so after each crash, there were multiple crashes in the show, and after each crash, there would people would think it was good, but they were just like, you could just feel the air just sucked out of the room yeah. because everyone was like, should we applaud? Aghast. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. And so I would be backstage, and I used to try to see how small of a noise I could make to get the audience to applaud. Uh huh. And I would just take like one finger and smack my hand with it. <laughs> <laughs> and it would start like a very uncomfortable applause that, that would turn into like actual applause. Would you do it into the microphone back there? No, I would. You would no. just do it like because it yeah. was so quiet. I thought so was, funny. I did not realize you did that. Yeah, I did that. Did anyone bunch. else know that you did that? Oh yeah, I would do okay. it. I would do it with them. Okay. Uh, and and yeah, I would just try to see mm-hmm. what's the smallest noise I can make that will kick off a very uncomfortable applause. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And yeah, I would, I would take my finger, smack it on my hand, and would that work? Yes. How often? Every time? Every time. They just needed to hear that they, <laughs> they were just supposed needed to, to applaud. They just think that someone's maybe applauding. Oh. Well, I think it's an uncomfortable thing. Like, am, you know, yeah. I liked it. I mean, I get that I liked it. Yeah. But boy, applauding that yeah. seems a little, uh, <laughs> yeah. yay, the plane crashed and yeah. there were 15 dead and three yeah. survivors. <laughs> and, and I would make them do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're an evil, evil <laughs> man, Noldenine. <laughs> People think you're a nice guy. <laughs> There's nothing not nice about that. You're making people clap for death <laughs> is what yeah, you're doing. And you know it, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, You can see the look of joy on his face right now. Uh, you just let out a trade secret, man. What? That What you just did. That was like a backstage, a little backstage. And we're not doing that show anymore. <clears throat> I know, but I'm just saying it's a little backstage. Uh, if you yeah. ever want to know what Noel looks like, okay. by the way, guys, you can see Noel uh-huh. uh, on the film CVR, Charlie Victor Romeo. So I don't know if it's still on Netflix or not. I don't know. It was. It was. But it was on documentaries, under documentaries on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could see Noel Deneen on there. You can see the handsome devil that is Noel Deneen. Anyway, <clears throat> so interesting you talk about applauding. Yeah. Because applause, you, one uses generally, uh-huh. starting off one's hands. Yes. And today's topic today, Noel, hands. <laughs> you <laughs> are to correct. Get rich <laughs> with hands. Yeah. How to use them to grab what you want, what you deserve in this world. Right. Without literally grabbing. And hold most of it tight, 90% of it tight. So I have a lot of short ones. Okay. I have ones like go into a bank and use your hands to grab the money and leave. Okay. No, I didn't do that. All right. But it seems like a good way to use your hands to get rich. It is. But, you know, using your hands to get rich shouldn't require a lot of work. No. You don't want to, not manual labor. Well, you know, no, 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 not no. manual labor. So hands, no. All right. Hey, 
hand facts. Yeah. Uh, before I get into them, mm-hmm. I did some research into one area, and then I never used, but I got all these great facts. Okay. Do you have anything about uh, left-handedness? N- I mean, I know about left-handed. It's a very small okay, percentage no of people. I don't, I don't no. want to pooch your schemes. No, no, no left-handed schemes. All right. <clears throat> left-handed I don't, scheme. I don't with the devil. Numero uno. Uh-huh. Indian motorcycles uh, became as big as they were because they made left-handed bikes. They became huge with the police departments across the country so that because cops could drive with their left hand and shoot with their right hand. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. You want one more? Yeah, hit me up. Left-handed fact. Oranges and lemons uh, aromas come from identical molecules that are mirror images of each other. Uh, and it's known as right and left molecules. Uh-huh. Uh, and the orange aroma is a left-handed version of the lemon aroma. Other so, than that, they're identical. So do left-handed people smell oranges as lemons and lemons as oranges because they're backwards? No. Uh, one other related to that one I'll give. Okay. So the left-handed versus right-handed chemicals are called chirality. And glucose exhibits chirality, and only right-handed glucose is metabolized by the body. Left-handed glucose tastes identical, but won't make you gain weight because your body won't metabolize it. Does it make you poop like Olean does? I don't think so. It's not oily. I don't know. It just it's they're big molecules though and they go through your body. That's the whole thing with Olean, right? I thought that was because it was oil just going through your body. No, it's well, it's it's the it's the oil molecules were too big to be absorbed in through mm-hmm. the lining of the stomach. Olestra. And so it just passed right, not Olean, Olestra. Well it was think, Olean and right, then it became okay. Olestra. And it just passed through your body. Yeah. And it's the same it's the reason I think it's the same reason, maybe I'm wrong, but I believe it's the same reason that whatever the the uh Sugar-free sweetener uh-huh. in uh, sugar-free gummy bears makes you shit oh, yourself. Oh, maybe, maybe So it I wonder is. if it's that sweetener. Maybe. Because it's not, I do know that it's not like aspartame or one of the regular non-sugar sweeteners. Yeah. You know, Olean is <clears throat> also the reason that uh, after trying a handful of the chips at my aunt's, I had to run into an alley one the day next day and poop <laughs> in the alley. And did you wipe with your hands? There was no need to wipe. <laughs> it was so clean. It shot out of you. So heavily, it was so clean. Yeah, I never tried that stuff because I knew. I think I threw my underwear away. <clears throat> oh, I think I, I, think really? I wiped with them and just threw them <laughs> in the alley. It was it was a horrible moment yeah. in life. I knew yeah. that I would definitely be one of the people that if I ate that, I would shit myself. Mm-hmm. Like there was no doubt in my mind. I have plenty of wet farts. Without yeah. Olean or Olestra or whatever it is called, yeah. that I knew that like if I ate any chip that was made with that, I would be walking down the street and it would just be running down my leg. Mm-hmm. So I never tried it. Yeah, that's why Josh <laughs> got kicked out of the water sports club. Um, you guys, hands. This is where how we're gonna get rich with All them. Right. You got gold, Noel? I do. You know who'll be the judge of that? The world. Me. Go on, Warren Buffett. He will be the judge. Vladimir Putin. Putin. (laughs) Everyone, we're doing, we're both simultaneously did our Steven Seagal impersonation. All right, Vladimir. Okay. Uh, So, you guys, handmade stuff. Handmade goods sell at a huge premium to factory-made goods. Everyone knows this? It's a sign of quality. It's the sign of care. 
It's a sign of something was made with love, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also requires so much more time and energy to build anything. Uh, according to Industry Week, they gave some examples. Uh, acoustic guitars. 119 for a factory-produced Fender FA 100. 4200 for a handmade Litchi guitar. Persian rug. Factory-produced. $270 versus $74.99 handmade rug. $74.99? Oh, $7,499. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Silverware, 20-piece set. Mm-hmm. 20 piece $20 factory produced versus 426 handmade. Uh-huh. Uh you will you will appreciate this one. Uh there's a company called Wustoff, yeah, the Chef Knife Knives. Company. Uh they have a factory produced knife, uh Chef Knife, $100. They have a handmade Chef Knife, $2,000. Yeah, but I can also get handmade Chef Knives for 2 or 300 dollars. All right. Soap Fifty cents for a bar of Ivory Spring made in a factory in Ireland. I'm guessing <laughs> versus eight dollars for a handmade is, bar of Spa Ivory, Life soap. Why is Ivory soap made in in Ireland? Uh, I, I, oh, an Irish Spring. Oh, is what Irish I meant to write. Yeah, okay, gotcha. I wrote it wrong. Uh, suits. One hundred ninety-eight dollars for a factory-produced suit from Express versus two thousand nine hundred ninety-five for a handmade Nicholas Joseph suit shoes. I just want to say that I got a handmade suit uh-huh. uh, f- for $350. All right. You robbed him. But still, uh huh, three times. Go on. Shoes, $99 for factory-produced rock ports uh-huh. versus $830 for handmade David Jones shoes. And if we're going to talk about the labor involved... You know that uh, I just want to throw this out there okay. that uh, I don't know if you know this, but Daniel Day Lewis, uh-huh. who's quit acting, yeah, uh, is studying to be a cobbler. Is has he been studying for years uh-huh. with like this Italian master, and is like a shoemaker. He's going to be upset when he realizes that Adam Sandler already made that movie. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, so much more labor and work and time involved in handmade things. Uh, for instance, also, this is from uh, Industry Week. Mm-hmm. Every year, there's 520 million pairs of jeans sold in the U.S. Per, per year. It would take five and a half man hours to make one pair by hand. <laughs> so to make one year's worth of of jeans would take 652 years of man labor. So I, I guess this is my question, because as I understand it, all clothing, that's the whole thing about sweatshops, yeah. right? All yeah. clothing is essentially made by hand. Well, no. Well. They're, they're, they're cut out by piece, and then each person is in a second, and they just do the same movement over and over, and it moves to the next person. Uh-huh. So it's not one person making the entire pair of jeans, for instance. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, There's also a lot of factory involved. <clears throat> okay. Uh, if you wanted to hand knot a 10-foot by 14-foot rug, uh, it would take 21,504 work hours. If 1% of the U.S. ordered one, it would take 1,000 people working 12 hours a day, 365 days a year, 
6,105 years to produce those rugs. You could employ a lot of people. You could just to do rugs. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you can see it's easy to see by looking at those figures why uh, so much stuff is made in factories, mm-hmm. right? Uh, here's a little something, though. Researchers in Japan looked into people learning to play the koto, which is a instrument there. Almost like a mandolin, only you play it with your fingers. Okay. Right? Like a Japanese sitar, almost. Um, so it takes a lot of repetition to learn. Most people quit. There's a, a lab called Rekimoto Lab, the Human Augmentation Lab at the University of Tokyo. And they had a project that they called the Possessed Hand Project. And they connected electrodes to forearms of Kodo fledgling players. Uh, they fired the electrodes in a way that controlled hand movements. Uh, made hand hands do movements needed to play Kodo with the forearms, right? So they would shock mm-hmm. your muscles in the forearms. It would make yeah. your fingers go all over well, the that's place. That's how the fingers work. Yep. They were able to make the movements precise and fast. Took over control of 16 joints in a single hand. So 32 joints total over both hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they made people repetitively move as they would as they would have to play a song on a 13-string kodo. Uh-huh. Uh, they repeated this until people actually got the muscle memory was formed of how to do it. Oh, I see. Okay. And uh, these people had a massive reduction in errors over those who just practiced for the same time uh, and learned this really quick. So they were hoping to use this technology for people with impaired control or with people such as surgeons to improve dexterity. Uh, sounds boring to me. does. I don't want to help surgeons. Nope. I don't want to hurt, help. I'm, I'm not against helping impaired people, mm-hmm. but maybe after I'm rich, right? Okay. First, let's get rich. Okay. Right? So this is what we're going to do. This is what you're going to do, listener. All right. You're going to get uh, cadaver, forearms, and hands. Uh-huh. You're going to connect them to factory machines, mm-hmm. so the end of like big factory arms that shoot out. and uh, You're going to get electrodes that will make the machines guide hands to hand-make products at factory speeds. Mm. So whatever it is, if it's Persian rugs, if mm-hmm. it's these suits, if it's these knives, you can factory make them. Yet. Call them handmade. But call them handmade, exactly. Yeah. No, hey. Uh, and you'll be getting these huge ups, up mark of the price mm-hmm. while still enjoying the, the the faster speeds, the increased efficiency, extra bonus, extra bonus here. Yeah. If you can get Amish hands, because everyone wants That's Amish true. handmade stuff. So Certainly. I don't know what you got to trade Amish people to get their, their arms what, when they die. What do you have to trade them? Just dig up the bodies. Okay, all right. Fuck the Amish. No, well, you, I'm sure there's a they trade. They don't listen to our show. You could say, hey, I'll give you some Velcro. The Amish don't listen to our show. I'll give you- They a- don't believe in it. Not money. They don't believe in radios. Yeah. Or computers. I, there's, there's some rebels out there, and they're listening yeah, right now. They're not. They're like, they're Rumspringer Amish, right? Yeah. They're the ones that didn't come back. We've all seen the shows. We got to get a sleeper cell of Rumspringer. Rumspringer. Yeah, Rumspringer. And they'll be our our conduit. To and they'll Amish go back arms. in and like, hey, I can uh, 
get you a, a, a bag of seed. That's right. If you for, if you promise your arms when you're dead, mm-hmm. what are you going to use those dead arms for? <clears throat> Not a thing. Yep. Not going to be praying to God at that point. Nope. Nope. Six feet under. Yeah. Hoping, hoping that your soul is going someplace. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know, I got to tell you, Noel. Uh-huh. Because you were being such a horrible person to me before we came down to record, I had locked in uh-huh. that I was going to tear your you did. ideas you apart. You did. He said he stated beforehand, I without did. even knowing what I was going to say, That's whatever right. they are, I'm going to tear them apart. I said, you think you have gold, uh-huh. you're going to see, because you're going to have to pass the harshest Josh Rubin <laughs> test Ever. Uh-huh. And I got to say, Noel, yeah. you passed it with that one. With That's a good color. one, right? That one is solid gold. Yeah, and it's all true. Yep. It's all true. Yeah. I like that. It's not made up like so many of your other ones. No, is that what you're saying? No, but I'm saying those right. are hard facts. Yeah, I got it. No, that is, uh, yeah, I can't I can't find fault in that mm-hmm. at all. And it's disruptive technology. <laughs> I, I hate you so <laughs> much. Um, that would actually qualify as disruptive yeah. technology, though. Yeah. You are completely changing the game. Yeah. You almost, what you're really doing is you're creating like a mid-ground, right? Where you can say beautiful handmade stuff yeah. at a fraction of the price of other people's stuff, mm-hmm. but still certainly way more than you would charge for factory-made stuff. Yeah. And uh, no, no child labor. <clears throat> nope. Unless it's child arms. Yeah. Which you may need for like small, finer work, but it doesn't matter, right? They can't bust you. For using dead children arms. No. Like that's not child labor. No. Yeah. I mean, you could even. <laughs> okay. Get to the point where you're paying families. Yeah. Uh, to sell you their arms while they're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> you can amputate their arms. Exactly. And pay them as, you know, we're on we're on, we're on the same page. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we've seen plenty of of situations like there were what was it the baby one? I think we did babies or something like that. Pregnancy. Uh, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I found the whole thing about Indian uh, uh, yeah. Uh, pregnancy yeah, yeah. things. Like poor people will do anything for money. Yeah. Or do you ever read Geek Love? No. Uh, Geek Love is a great book, but in it uh, there is a circus freak who starts a cult, and everyone starts chopping off their limbs to. Try to be more like him. Oh, that's even better. So yeah. if you start a cult yeah. where people chop off their limbs and just give them to you, yeah. oh, that's the best. That's the best. You don't even have to pay them for it. No. Just got to keep them in food. Yeah. Uh, I, brilliant. Brilliant, Noel. Brilliant. It's a good one. All right. What you got? <clears throat> nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. I thought this episode was about robots. Um, So... Immediately when we decided on hands, the first thing I thought about was the infamous Marco Rubio insult during the primaries uh, for the 2016 election where Marco laid into Donald Trump about the size of his hands. Full of implications about the size of his manhood. Mm Mm-hmm about his masculinity in general. And I thought to myself, what's the deal with hand size? <clears throat> I mean, I know that it has no correlation to penis size because uh-huh. my penis would be like a foot long. <laughs> yeah, you got big old hands. And if feet. that were and the feet. case. Giant right, hands exactly. Um, but I have... Freakish in, hands and feet. Yeah, I have in the past 
uh, gotten lucky. Yeah. Based on the fact that I have ha- I have large hands and feet. Really, I've had people like been like, "Wow, you have really big hands and feet." Is it true what they say? Uh-huh. And I would neither deny nor confirm because you know, yeah, I wanted to have sex. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like you know. So this is something that people still believe. Okay. Continue to believe, even though it has been proven false. Right. As a matter of fact, I was initially going with this idea of how do small hands affect a person's psyche, particularly men, because yeah. it's clearly a masculinity thing, right? Men love to compare sizes of things, uh-huh. right? And, you know, the feeling of, like, a big hand shaking a small hand maybe makes someone feel small and like a child. And everything that came up when I said, how does small hands affect male psyche or uh-huh. male uh, uh, self-image or sure. male whatever— and everything that came up had to do with penises. Everything. Like, there was nothing about small hands that didn't have to do with penis size. So I was thinking to myself, <clears throat> it does affect male psyche then, because men are constantly thinking about their penis size. Like, I've always been under the assumption, like, the idea, Freud's concept of penis envy in women never made sense to me. It should be penis envy should be a male trait because mm-hmm. men always wish they had a bigger dick, someone else's dick. You know what I mean? Something mm-hmm. like that. And that's envy, right? That's true envy. Anyway, so I was thinking about that and I was like, how could one make hands bigger? Okay. I was going, I was thinking, I was like, I remember we had done a, 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 a I don't even remember what episode it was, but I had found some information about 3D printing uh-huh. uh, organs yep. and 3D printing uh, replacement body parts. Yep. I thought to myself, <clears throat> let's take that a new step, and basically you are 3D printing fleshy, mm-hmm. articulated hand gloves okay right so they're modeled entirely after your hands yeah right they don't have to be that much bigger like you know uh so after the whole like trump small hands thing the hollywood reporter found a hand cast that trump had done at madame tussauds hollywood uh-huh. in uh, uh uh next to his statue and thing and they measured it and his hands are actually small. They're like in the 15th percentile, which means I believe means that 85% of American men's hands are bigger than his. Okay. Right? Um, But it's not like a huge difference in size between what would be the first percentile and the 15th percentile, right? Right. Or between the 100th percentile, whatever it may be. Yeah. it, it it's literally like a quarter of an inch, a half an inch. So it doesn't have to be that huge a difference, right? It's not going to look like a giant misshapen thing. So you're going to 3D print fleshy hand gloves that are just a quarter of an inch longer, uh-huh. maybe a little bit beefier. It's all flesh. Your hands fit into it. So you're grabbing, you're touching, you're holding everything. You can shake hands with people, and it will change people's lives. Uh-huh. It will make them feel uh, more masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, it will make them maybe more popular at the bars. Sure. When the ladies see, and just from personal experience, when the ladies see those big old man hands there, 
they'll sidle up and be like, wow, you have really big hands. Yeah. Um, and then I thought there are also people who have, I don't know if you've heard of this, there is a, uh, it's called palmar hyperhidrosis. Yeah. Do you know what that is? No. It's excessive sweating on the hand. Okay. And I actually knew someone who uh, is a money guy, and he actually had sweat glands removed because his hands would get so sweaty, and 90% of his job was going around shaking people's hands. Okay. Clients yeah. and, you and know. Clam hands. Exactly. And his yeah. hands were always soaking wet. So he actually had sweat glands removed, and that is like one of the things. You either use antiperspirant, you slather antiperspirant all over your hands, uh-huh. which is gross. That's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Um, but apparently works with a lot of people. Okay. Um, or in the more extreme situations, you get sweat glands removed, which isn't good for you, I don't think. No. Right. So you get these 3D printed hand gloves, um, and you put them on, and no sweat coming through. Yeah. Because they're not actually connected to your body. Yeah. And people look at your hands and think, what fabulous hands you have. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. That's for you, Donald Trump. Make yeah. it happen. Or any of you small-handed politicians. Any of you guys. Actually, someone else, because he's notorious for ripping people off. That's true. I mean, you know, I will say, Donald Trump, if you uh, had big hands, uh, maybe people would just be attracted to you for that and not you wouldn't have to rate them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. So you're helping the world. Yeah. Uh, you know who else is? Uh, we, we we have this show dedicated to helping the world one one listener at a time. Yeah. But we take a little time to help Josh and I. How do we do that, Noel? And so it, it's through our newest segment, Josh and Noel Sell Out, where every week we explore ways that Josh and I are actively pursuing ways that we are trying to sell to corporate yeah. America. Our dream, our lifelong dream. Uh-huh. You know the typical ways. You can go to Radio RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor link, and pledge an amount. Uh, I'm, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work, but count on it being reoccurring <laughs> for six months. Okay. Uh, and a monthly amount will come out. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you hate Josh and I... Yeah, how about how about you hate Noel for a change? If you hate me. Yeah, thank you. You can hate any one of us. Yeah. You can just have a, 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 a non-defined hate for the show. You could just hate Noel and then leave in the comment you section, could. get rid of Noel, yeah. give Josh his own show. You could do that. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. Yeah, all that money would go to Radio Free Brooklyn, but to do that, you would go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org sh- sh- uh, webpage, hit the pledge button, uh-huh. and pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount to Radio Free Brooklyn, leave a note, say that you hate us, say that you want us canceled. They would. You would get a tax break for that money because Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 mm-hmm. organization, arts organization, um, and, uh, yeah, they'd get us canceled. But uh, our real dream is to get corporate sponsorship. So uh, if you're out there... Monty Lamonti. Monty Lamonti. <laughs> if you want to uh, send us uh, something to play, uh, we would play that and... You'd be our sponsor. Uh-huh. Um, it's a hard schedule to remember, though. Once a week. <laughs> you know, who, 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 who can keep up with that erraticness? Yeah. Uh, no, it's true. Yeah. I um, can't dispute that. <laughs> yeah. I have trouble sometimes. Yeah. Big They're... manufacturing out there, <clears throat> if you want handmade goods. Yeah. Like, who would you? Wilcox Boots. Wilcox Boots. Any leather goods. Yeah, leather goods. Uh, Adam and Eve. Yeah. Bakeries. Bakeries. You can have a 
Bakery Factory, all made with dead hands. Magnolia. Magnolia. Molly's. Go big time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so and then and that's for us. So and mm-hmm. and as thanks for for allowing us that that selfishness, that moment of selfness, selfishness. We 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 we, we pay you back. You know, we already we already have a show. Uh huh. And on that show, we have a topic. Yeah, we. And do. in that topic, we give you so many ways to get so many rich. But that's what we But do. that's not enough. Nope. We want to give you special thanks for allowing us to have our moment. That's shine. true. We do. And we do that by giving another mini topic somewhere in the show to get you more mini rich. Not somewhere in the show. You make it seem like it's a surprise. It's no. No one knows no where one knows. it could be. Certainly, they can't tell from your preamble. It could be at the beginning of the show and you Never. missed it. It was cryptic. It could be Never. at the end of the show. It could Never. be. Never. You might have to listen to the show backwards to hear it. Yes. Paul or is dead. It Paul could is be dead. somewhere around. Take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. You know, your level of communication determines your level of relationships. Your relationships determine your level of wealth. Your ability to communicate separates you from a whole bunch of people in the world. The first thing that people see is how you dress, how you look. But the second thing people see and notice is what you say and how you communicate yourself. Your body language, your tone, your gestures, your emails, and your phone calls, and even face-to-face. You see, all these things matter, and how you communicate yourself is really what your brand is all about. How do you want to be remembered? What are some stories that people affiliate you with? And how exactly are you communicating yourself to the people that you would like to reach? So, yeah. <laughs> how you communicate yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about how I communicate myself okay. and about the stories that I want associated with me yeah. and the stories that I want people to know about me, and I've fucked it all up. <laughs> right now, the stories that people associate with me, two uh-huh. of the ones that I can think off the top of my head just yeah. from this show are me trying to get into my car while... Uh, a gay man and a transsexual uh, person are having sex on it um, and uh, someone having an orgasm on my massage table while possessed by a ghost. <laughs> yep. So uh, I've clearly communicate communicated yourself. myself <laughs> <laughs> I like when people whose job it is is to communicate. Yeah. Do such a great job. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's Daniel Alley. Yeah. I love Daniel Allen. <laughs> I know you do. I do. You know, when someone gives you such gold, it mm-hmm. would be rude of you to turn it down. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't see and look, we plug him. Yeah. If you want to hear more of Daniel Alley, if he if he touches you, if he communicates himself to you yeah. in a way that you find communicable. <laughs> yeah. Communicable. Yeah. Com- com- communist. Um, you can go and look up Daniel Alley, A L L Y. Do it, guys. Yeah. You know, uh left handed uh fact. There's been people that have gotten double hand transplants, and some of them have changed from right-handed to left-handed afterwards. They've had both their hands replaced. Right. And Oh, I see. I'm thinking that they put... I, I had to try to picture in my head them putting the left hand on the right no, side. No, no, like no, that, no, no. I no. get it. They, I, they I, just, I, their dominant hand changed. Right. Huh. Uh, That's I got one more. Yeah? What's that? Uh, until the early 20th century... Uh-huh. A left-handed wife was grounds for divorce in Japan. 
Yeah. There you go. I thought it was interesting, the one left-handed little tidbit that I saw. And I saw two different uh, things about this, and they were different numbers. Okay. But the one was that 6.6% of the po- of the female population is left-handed. Oh. And 9-point-something percent of the male population in okay. the world right. is left-handed. But then I saw it was like 9.9 female and 12-point-something male uh, in another one. So yeah. I don't know uh, <laughs> what that's about. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, yeah. You have any other hand facts other than uh, other than uh, left-handed stuff? I, I got I got a way to get rich. That's so true. It should be a fact. Yeah. All right. All right. Getting a little hoarse there. It sounds like Noel. Yeah. Have a... uh, so you guys, we're about to do some disruption right now. Oh God. Uh I have a friend who's not deaf, who, uh, <laughs> she's not. That is, that is a fine opening line. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who's not deaf, yeah. by the way. Yeah, who uh-huh. got a degree in American Sign Language. Okay. And now she makes a living as a deaf translator. Uh, Does she go on TV? Is she one of the people that actually didn't know how to do sign language? That uh, No, but she's gotten some good gigs. Yeah, I bet. Uh, so... Uh, American Sign Language is only one of many forms of sign language. Uh, there's also French Sign Language, mm-hmm. Bolivian, Ghanaian, Ni- Nigerian. See, this is the thing I think is uh-huh. interesting about this. Like, since the signs are indicating things, right? It's not a grammatical. Well, it, it also it, is. I yeah. guess with all the spelling. Yeah. But even like the signs for different things, yeah. right? Like uh, the sign for a cow or the sign for a lamp, uh-huh. uh are completely different mm-hmm. in these in in worldwide things, and I find that super interesting and kind of weird. Yeah. Well, uh, you're gonna find this even weirder then uh-huh. because ASL has many dialects. Uh, there's Southern Canadian, really multiple Canadian versions. There is a black American version which how developed because well how is it ASL uh, okay. if it's Canadian? Okay, so there's a black American version <laughs> uh-huh. which will to answer your question, uh developed because of racially segregated schools for the deaf. Okay. And so they kind of went off on their own path right. and diverged. Uh there is Malaysian sign language, pigeon sign language, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Uh lots of people speak it and there is Lots of money in catering to helping the deaf communicate with the, with others and vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, speech recognition now can hear speech and translate to text for the deaf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it can also read text they type and translate to speech. That's a little cumbersome, though. Mm-hmm. Why can't we all just talk to each other nowadays, you know? Word. Uh, so we can. Because I invented it. Oh, you invented it. I invented it's it actually today. invented. Well, I, I I came up with the idea that our listeners are going to okay, enact and I gotcha. uh, all right. make some money. So we all know one thing, right? CGI has gotten huge. Half of big Hollywood movies are now CGI. Uh, some is just, you know, you're animated out of nothing, but most of it is modeled after human movement. People wear motion capture suits. They are... Basically, uh, spandex suits with little spots on them, mm-hmm. and uh, there is a computer camera that watches them, and in real time translates the movements of of these spots. And uh, 
that when they animate whatever, the Gollum, the King Kong, the whatever it is. Every video game these days. Every video game. They uh, they model on the movement of the, uh, the actual human body, right? So, um, 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 make what you're going to do. You're going to make motion capture gloves for the deaf. And phones, whatever, Google Glasses, whatever, are going to capture. Is Google Glass still a thing? No, but there's other ones now. Yeah. Uh, But whatever. The glasses have to wait. We can do it with our phones today because everyone Mm -hmm. loves staring at their phone anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and so they're going to sign to you with their motion capture gloves. Your phones will track the movement, translate it directly to speech, into your earphones that are wirelessly in your ears now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the regional differences in signs will actually be recognized and make the voice speak in the correct accent. Oh, that's fantastic. Right? Uh, and uh, it, it, whatever whatever they reply to you, whether it's to the <coughs> speaking and your phone picks it up or your artificial reality glasses... Mm-hmm. Uh, and it will make it look like the augmented reality of this person, but they'll be signing back to you. It won't be text you have to read. It'll be they're speaking, but when you look at your phone or you're through your glasses, sign. you're seeing them signing to you. Oh, So you're both talking full speed at each uh-huh. other, and uh, there's no awkward, I got to type, and then it, it turns into computer voice. Right. It's smooth. It becomes southern. It becomes Canadian. Three different varieties. Yeah. And uh, big money. Yeah, that sounds like big money. Yeah. I guess w- the other thing you could do uh-huh. is just uh, <clears throat> use that first idea mm-hmm. and plug into people's arms and teach them how to sign themselves. You could. Yeah, you could do that too. <coughs> you could all learn how to sign <coughs> your sleep. You you develop the muscle memory right. as you sleep. You wouldn't know what you were saying. Mm-hmm. But you could do that. You still didn't answer my question, though. Of which? ASL, American Sign Language, uh-huh. in Canada. Yeah. Why isn't it Canadian Sign Language? Uh, well, there's other countries, and there are people that speak other languages that use American Sign Language. It's, a, it's like a standard. It's, you know, I. it didn't, it showed a map, and there were parts of Africa, there was... Canada, America, I forget everywhere that uh, ASL is used, but it's used places that don't speak English. So that's to answer your first question. It's just there's different standards all over the place, and other standards are built on the French sign language and things like that, for instance. All right. I don't know how many there are, but but then, as I said, it's fractured even within them. When was ASL invented? Uh, It's said in there, and I I didn't focus on what I was looking for. How long have people actually using sign language? Oh, quite a while, I think. Hundreds of years? I don't. I don't. I'm sure in some degree, but the formalization of it, it came from a school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't imagine it was that long ago. Right. That's what I was wondering. Like deaf people, I think probably back in the 1800s were just yeah. or 1700s it, were just deaf. It came from like there was an American Deaf Institute or something mm-hmm. like that that was formed, and then they created ASL. There you go. That's another gold one, Noel. Yeah. I got to give you props. I was really looking forward to just tearing them down, especially after last week. <laughs> especially last week was such a mess. <laughs> what do you mean? It, I, we've had this discussion. You had too much time to think about your oh, ideas. Oh, man. Just enough. <laughs> um, 
But this man, guys, my ideas are fine. Uh huh. But if you really want to make the big money, yeah, jump all over Noel's ideas first. I gotta tell you. Yeah, some people out there get Josh's ideas because there's only so many of my ideas that can be made. I just meant this show. Yeah. Smart I mean ass. today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um hands, Noel. Hands. How do we make money from hands? I'm a pet owner. Okay. What's the big thing that separates us, you and I, uh uh-huh. Homo sapien, from animals? Hands. Specifically, Noel, what part of the hand? The thumb part the of the opposable thumb. Okay. Of the hand. Right? We see all these stories about all these animals that have the intelligence of a two-year-old yeah. or even up to a four-year-old, right? They can learn things. They can do things. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I, I just remembered something. I'll wait till after. Okay. Um, but they don't really do anything for you, uh-huh. right? Because they got paws. Yeah. They may have hands or claws or talons or whatever it is, but they lack... This essential function, uh-huh. the opposable thumb. Now, they've just recently, I don't know if you heard about this, seen chimpanzees making u- rudimentary tools uh-huh. because they have almost opposable thumbs. I think they're considered that they have opposable thumbs even though they're, they're not in the same uh, form as ours are. They can't do as much fine work with it. Yeah. But this is the kind of things you can do with opposable thumb. So kind of quick, but really basic I think a brilliant idea is you're going to start, you know, we did, uh, again, using CRISPR technology, genetic uh-huh. technology, you're going to start breeding house pets with opposable thumbs. Okay. Now, why is this a good thing? I come home all the time and like, fuck, I have to feed the dog. and nah, nah, nah. The dog can now feed itself, right? It can open the can. Uh-huh. It can use the fork to scoop the food out of the can. It can put its supplements in there. It can pick up the bowl. It can put it down. It can eat it. It can now <clears throat> open the refrigerator, get you a beer, and bring it to you. No more excuses. Uh-huh. Right? None of this, oh, but I'm a dog and I can only use my mouth. Yeah. Right? No. You can actually grab the goddamn thing and hop on over and give me my beer. Um, they can cook for you. Right? These are all things that they'll be able to do for you yeah. instead of you doing for them. Yeah. So pets with opposable thumbs, you can charge a fortune for this. Yeah. And eventually that will be the only pet around and you will be the monopoly on opposable thumb pets. Yeah. You'll be right. the Monsanto of pets. You will be the Monsanto of pets. So what were you was that what you were thinking? No, well, it actually ties right into what I was thinking. Is one thing I meant to say when I was talking about the uh the motion capture sign language uh-huh. is the way to really capture uh, capture the hearts of people with mm-hmm. this and to popularize it is I'm not sure. I'm sure it's not Coco the gorilla anymore, but, you know, Coco was the gorilla that learned sign language. Right. Didn't, didn't Coco just die not long ago? Yeah, but they have others now. Okay. Uh, so whatever the other one is now or m- m- many of them, mm-hmm. you Get them this, and people can watch videos of the gorilla viral and hear the gorilla speaking to them. Yeah, and say, "Give me my little cat, All Ball." Mm-hmm. Do you know that Coco's pet cat? Yeah, was named All Ball because it had no tail, and Coco named it himself. Yeah, herself, herself. Yeah. Now imagine how happy Coco would have been 
if all ball uh-huh. had opposable thumbs and could talk back and could sign back to her. Yeah. She would have been ecstatic. Oh, uh, right. That's like you're now our, our two ideas. They're tied <clears throat> so our, into yeah, each other. It's crazy. Yeah. So the, the these ideas have gone from like billion dollar ideas. Yeah. And have just shifted into overdrive into trillion, if not quadrillion dollar ideas. Yeah. Disruptive. Yeah. That's what we do. We uh, disrupt things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you guys. Yeah. What happened? What, Noel? If you want to <clears throat> disrupt Josh. Don't disrupt me. You can disrupt him on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. If you just want to have a conversation <laughs> with him. <laughs> if you want to communicate yourself uh-huh. to him, you can communicate yourself to him via email. Uh-huh. At GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. If you don't have time for that, you can disrupt him on Facebook at GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes, subscribe, you can rate, you can review anywhere mm-hmm. where you get a podcast. And if, if if you can't find us there, let us know and we'll get it there. And uh if you only listen to us podcast form, we encourage mm-hmm. you. Tune in Saturday nights eight o'clock. Radio Free Brooklyn, get the schemes five days before they're released on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. want to see some of the research Josh has been doing okay. on pets with opposable thumbs, yes. you yes. can go to Herschel underscore the underscore Doxador and see Herschel, Josh's dog. Josh's cute dog. Feeding himself, yeah. opening cans, getting him beers out of the refrigerator. Hitchhiking. <laughs> Hitchhiking. <laughs> <laughs> Pinching girls' butts and then yeah. acting like he didn't do it. Yeah. Because he's just a little dog. That's right. No one would know. So now, by now, you guys are filthy rich. Painfully rich. What are you going to do with that money? you got to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just hold it in your hands. It's too much. So you're going to have to do something. Mr. Josh Please take it away. Send that money! Esquire magazine set up a carefully curated New York penthouse showcasing items of class and luxury. Among these meticulously selected items is the Obscura Q-Lite pool table. This one-of-a-kind pool table is actually digitally animated using a projection system, making the surface a type of interactive art display. Sensors track the balls as they roll around the table, and the surface of the table changes accordingly. The table looks as if it's covered in water that ripples when the pool balls move. You can also adjust it to make the balls leave a path of flames in their wake. The price for this pool table is estimated to be $80,000. Obscura is also working on new software, which would make the table have useful features as well such as estimating the path that a ball would take if you hit it. I would have them, this is what I would do. Okay. If I bought an $80,000 pool table that had images put on it that were manipulated by the balls as they were going across. Uh-huh. The balls, the, the table would be covered with your face, little faces sure. of you. And every time a ball would run across it, it would bruise you in some fashion. <laughs> And cut you, and blood would come out, and you get be great. black and blue. Yeah. And every once in a while, if, you, if it was a really good strike, like if your face was in a pocket and it popped in, you'd hear you going, ow! Yeah. That would be my 
great disruption of the game of pool. That'd be good, guys. So I'm sure you guys want that table, and so you want to enact our ideas. You're just a little hesitant because you're not sure if you can trust them. If you can go out and take out loans, is it safe? Is it safe to leave your wife and kids <laughs> and, and go out there and, and seek your millions? Sell your organs. Yeah. We have faith. How, how can you? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Mr. Josh, where do our schemes from this week? <laughs> You're not communicating yourself well. Daniel today. Alley taught me everything I know. Uh, my schemes from this week. Yeah. 11 key principles from the book, The Science of Getting Rich as uh, presented in the website addictedtosuccess.com. All right. Uh, number one, okay. to grow rich is to fulfill your potential. That's right. That's right. To fulfill your potential, finally you can be that big-handed brute you've always wanted to be. That's finally right. you can have dry hands. The dry-handed, big-handed shaker you've always wanted to be. Uh-huh. All right. One for one. One for one. Number two. Number two. Thought and action create success. Yeah. Thought and action create success. Crit. You know, you 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 uh you you think <laughs> about then, how to how to tie electrodes around dead hands. Uh-huh. And then you actually you action those hands, and they make hand good stuff faster right. than anyone They're could. Creating, cranking them out, they are millions creating. a day. Yep, absolutely. Two for two. Two for two. Uh number three, gratitude. Gratitude. Yeah, I can say that in uh, Canadian sign language. Uh -huh. I can say it in. Uh, African American sign language. Right. I can say it in uh, Southern sign language. Southern sign language, or Northeastern sign language, or Northeastern, or Nigerian, or Nigerian sign language. Yeah, gratitude, gratitude. Yep, three for three. Uh ready for number four? I'm ready. <laughs> Do not worry about how you will overcome obstacles. Yeah, don't. Just do it because go forward. Your dog. Right before uh, you think you're in trouble, your dog's going to get out, whack out its opposable thumb, and, you know, pull out some nunchucks and defend you. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Like Hong Kong fooey. Yeah. Um, do we have time for one more? Or uh, we, uh... Uh, we have time for one quick one if there's right. one. Uh, quick one. Failure is only apparent. I don't even know what that means, but good luck with yeah, it. Yeah, Daniel Alley. That's 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 one just for our, our uh, uh -huh. tip of the week. That's right. So there you go. That was what we did like thirteen there. We did about a million. We, we did about a million. So we're a million for a million. So we're definitely getting rich on that. So once again for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>